Today's guest is Luke Valentine from Big Brother 25. Luke is a comic book illustrator. You can follow him on patreon.com slash splatterbrainlove. There's a link in the description. Luke is the first contestant in American Big Brother to be expelled over a speech violation. We're going to be talking about that today. I'm also joined by my guest co-host, Monkey Jones, YouTube sensation, and I guess he, I guess technically he's a guest on this episode, uh, but he's not. He's my co-host here. So Hans will be back next week. Let's tune in and talk to Luke. Whoa. Hey, hey. Luke. How are you? How's it going, Luke? How you doing? I can't complain. Well, I can complain, but I won't complain. <laughs> nice. Hey, it's uh, great to meet you. You too. Yes, is this that, is, uh, is Monkey Jones? Jones here. Yeah. Mr. Jones. That's Good right. You, man. How are you? Not as handsome as low res, but I try my best. Not as handsome. Well we got yourself. Luke here. Luke's a stud. Yeah, Look at he's got a shirt Chad. open and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm at a resort like... in Cuba. I'm hiding out. They can't really? find me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in yeah. Cuba? They're coming after me with lawn chairs, apparently. Who is? I don't know. Somebody who hates me, apparently. But for for what my bro- for what my uh, twin brother did, no less. Yeah, that wasn't Duke. me on there. That was not <laughs> me. That was my t- that was Duke, dude. I got framed for it. Yeah. The funniest idea I saw on Twitter was how how awkward will it be when Luke has to go talk to Duke when they're switching out his twins and tell him what happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't even know what word to use. I never used that word in my life. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. Luke, have you done any other interviews since you got out of the house? No, you're the first one. Oh, I love the I've gotten, wow. I've gotten offers. I've gotten several offers. Um, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? I don't know. But you guys, I had a good feeling about you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on your side 100%, Luke, for Thank real. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, mean, yeah, I was hey, actually listen. fuming with rage when I found out, uh, really? when I saw the Twitter outrage. Yeah, it was way overblown. It, it was, you know, and I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not mad at the, the producers. I'm not mad at, like, anyone involved in the show. Everyone I met were, were beautiful, wonderful people. All the other contestants, they were smart as a whip. Like, I mean, like, really smart people. But, I mean... That's the shame of it. Like, like I'd like to maintain a good relationship with them, but if they have to hate me, they have to hate me. That's how it's going to be. And it's, it's unfortunate, but you know, them's the breaks. Yeah. Did you see just yesterday, I think it was, you got covered in the New York Times. The New York Times cares about Big Brother. Yeah. So, yeah. That's <laughs> really remarkable. I haven't been paying attention to the, uh, the rags that are, uh, you know, tarnishing my my good name <laughs> yeah fuck that i wouldn't read them either yeah, they have no, been kind I, of inaccurate I um i i just read a u.s weekly article that said mm. you actually said they're, they're really trying to like lean into like the white guy who doesn't know any better uh we were in the g's room the g's room, no, g's room. Getting gangster. like no 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 that's not Dude, that's not quite the quote there was the first thing i saw uh when i got back um when they shipped me back in a in a in a in a big wooden crate <laughs> um and I, I crawled out on the on the docks and i was just like where am i um the first thing i saw was this this these two uh black dudes who were talking about it and they couldn't stop laughing because the quote is we was in the motherfucking cheese room <laughs> and i feel like that teacher you remember that video of that teacher from a long time ago who uh who dropped the uh the n-bomb and he's oh, just yeah. like, trying to justify it. he's explaining like the difference and he has the paper that's that was literally yeah. that video was in my recommended this morning. So I wonder if there's any it's a really good video. 
It's a really damn good video. It's so funny. <laughs> Have you been getting a lot of flack over on Twitter? Because I'll be honest with you, I've I'm like a casual observer with Big Brother these days. They kind of yeah. alienated me uh, a bit in the past couple of years with the direction that they've taken. I feel mm. like you've gotten less hate than people who have done like way less. Like there was a contestant last season named Kyle who just yeah, merely yeah. hypothesized, hey, there could be cookout. there could be another cookout. And they fucking treated him like he was DW Griffith. It was it he was, was he was the proto Luke. He was yes. the proto I mean Duke. He was the proto Duke. Because <laughs> yes. uh, you know, I mean people were I've been seeing less comparisons to him than I thought. And I think it's because if you watch the show, I'm like barely in it. Like I'm really not because it's like the first 24 hours, I was like laid back. I was relaxed. I was like, this is a vacation. This is summer vacation. I'm having a good time. I was mingling with people. But but everyone on that show is like a super fan, right? They're mm -hmm. people who are obsessed with the strategy of it. They're like, yo. And so they have a certain way of prompting an alliance or like a secret little like, you know, group with one another. And I wasn't picking up on that. Like I wasn't picking up on, I thought they were just being friendly. <laughs> I was like, okay, we can chill. We got an extra person here. We don't need to like worry too much. Like everybody's kind of clear on who's going to go home. Like it was, I hate to say it, it was pretty, it was pretty obvious who we, who we were going to pick to go home, even if they made it look like, you know, it wasn't. Um, and basically what happened is I got ostracized like immediately. And I was like, like people had suspicions about me because I wasn't like making, you know, clicks with people. And so this huge group just like gave me the cold shoulder. And I mean, the first night I felt like, oh, they're all my friends. I love them. And, and don't get me wrong. They were very friendly, a lot of them. But mm -hmm. the next day you get the cold shoulder because they're like, oh, like they're, they're making a social pariah out of me. They don't want to like share any like strategy with me. They don't want to accidentally reveal anything. But I think they were just jumping the gun too soon. And, and when I found out that they, they actually had it in for me, they were going to try to send me home. This little group, you know, it lit a fire in me. And my, I swear to God, I was going to give, I was going to give you guys the best show you ever would. It was Big Brother season 25. It was going to be gold and Reddit friggin' knew it. There were, there were threads. You can call me, you can say I'm coping, you know, but there were threads on Reddit that is like, yo, Luke's going to win. Luke's the favorite now. He just did the flip. And when I mean, when I say Luke, I mean Duke because they brought Duke in and he's actually the one with the fire. I, I, um, I was just kind of there to, you know, fill space. But anyway. who started the Phalanx Five? Was that you or was that? Yeah, 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 I started. It was a stupid joke. And like everyone, <laughs> it was like, it was so perfect because like it freaked everybody out. And it was like, this was just a joke. But I think the, uh, I think it was Kirsten, the, the, the girl who went home initially. I think she revealed it. Like she think she thought she had like an, uh, like it was like her trump card basically. She's like, oh, I'm going to tell them that we formed an alliance. And it's like, that's the biggest fear people have is a big alliance forming in the beginning. And it's right. like, I just wanted to use, I just wanted to say Phalanx 5. It sounded cool as hell. Nobody else could remember the friggin' name. So <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was not, it was not, it was not even a thing. It was a joke, but they took it and ran with it. So how did you get involved with Big Brother, Luke? Were you a recruit? Cause you didn't seem like you knew a whole lot about the show. Well, no, I, I <laughs> here's the thing though. Here's the thing. I watched three or four seasons, right? I was Which in ones? there. What's that? Which seasons did you watch? I watched season 20. I, I tried watching season 24, but it, it didn't jive with me. It was like kind of boring to me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really like, none of the characters really like, I mean, I was like, I saw Kyle. I was like, oh, he kind of looks like me. Um, he was very goofy though. 
And then you're kind of like Brett from BB20 mixed with Kyle, I think. I was thinking Brett was a legend. Brett was, yeah, I love Brett Champagne. I friggin' love he called everyone idiots all the time. He's like, You idiots, it's like, dude, they're gonna be on the jury, like, they're gonna judge (laughs) you, like, they're gonna like determine whether or not you win or lose. I friggin' loved Brett, I loved um Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um and I loved Sam as well. Sam was funny as hell on that show. He's gonna stomp a mud hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 <laughs> what was he talking about? A freaking uh, I don't even want to repeat it. I want to get myself in hot water <laughs> even more. But uh, yeah, she was funny as hell. Um, I think I wa- I watched um the season with Dan Geeslin, and I loved how he literally just lied to a guy and was like, "Yeah, I'll take you. Like, I'll do whatever you want. Just just throw the game." The guy throws the game. He's like, I'm not, I'm sorry. I can't give you it. It's, sorry. Was, I was lying. I literally was lying straight to your face. Like, so, and then I think I was watching season 16 when I, when I got pulled in, mm. but I, I was binging it because, you know, uh, it, it's, it, it wasn't a show I originally would have like thought I'd be interested in, but then when you see like the more personal dynamics and like less of the, nothing's really scripted per se, but it's like, if they like something you say, they they want you to say it in a way that's like a sound bite. That's like a quality sound bite. You know what I mean? So it's not scripted, but but they do push it a certain way in that direction. But otherwise, most of the stuff is real. Like the drama's real. You know, I, I think the reason a lot of people are kind of like they weren't really grooving with it lately is because, you know, I, I was being very genuine in that house and people still thought I was lying, which is like the perfect strategy. Just go in and 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 be honest. You know, I'm an artist. I'm a starving artist. I got freaking holes in my clothes. You know, and yeah, but there was a like, rumor in the house that you were a doctor and you were yeah, lying dude. about being an artist. <laughs> Have you seen the clip? There's clips where I'm like, yeah, uh, actually, I'm a doctor. And uh, Izzy's like, yeah, GP. I was like, I was thinking to myself, what the hell does GP stand for? Get general <laughs> practice. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm a back alley doctor. You know, I got a back alley clinic and. And they were just like, they were like, what, what is he, is he, is he for real? Is he, and it was just, dude, it was so damn funny. Just like my blocking. theory at the time was that the twin twist was real and that yeah. you were an artist and that your brother Duke was the doctor. Yeah. So. It, well, you got it actually. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Dr. V, Dr. Valentine, man, Dr. Mm-hmm. Duke Valentine. He's in there. He's still in that house. He's in, he's in the walls. He's hiding. He's, he's waiting to make a movie. He's in the he's nether in region. He's in the nether region. Exactly. He's in the walls, man. He's crawling through. Luke, I do you know since what? Do you know anything about an 18th house guest? Because this was the talk of the town right around the time you left the house is that your expulsion yeah. threw things out of whack. There you had uh-huh. like an 18th house guest who was hidden in a hotel for two weeks and had to go right. home because Luke got expelled. And now it's an How odd that make any sense? Even. Like we have one less person. So now we can't add the extra person. Yeah, it doesn't I make any sense. Well, if they're not talking about Duke, I don't know who they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, no, otherwise, man, it was, man, it, it was genuinely like the most fun I ever had. It's such a shame how it just like, I didn't even expect it either. Like I slept like a baby that night. You know, I talked to Jared for like two hours after the fact. Everybody was laughing in that room, you know, and then the way they wake you up, it's like, you don't understand, like when you're under uh, studio lighting 24 seven, it is like. That was probably the worst part. Like that was why Red was wearing sunglasses. Like for if you've watched the live streams, the live streams are a whole different matter from the show. Like the live streams are where I was like, oh, I was making moves and stuff. But um, regardless, Red was rocking the uh, the shades indoors because he's got blue eyes and like those lights on your eyes are like brutal, right? 
And uh, anyways, what happened was I'm sleeping on the cheese bed. It's got like a centimeter of give. Mm -hmm. Like it was like genuinely painful. And I sleep without a pillow. So like there was a hole right by where my head was. Because, you know, it's a big piece of Swiss cheese. And my head sunk in the hole. And I'm just like, this is this is agonizing. So I was getting like two and a half hours of sleep a night. But the music comes on. It's dark. It, you hear uh, Mr. B go, good morning, house guests. It's time to wake up. And then they hit the music. And then the lights hit you. And it's like, oh. And like, there's, there's so much footage of me just stumbling, like, drunkenly out of my room. I was just like a, I was just like a dock worker because I, I'd underpacked. Like they told me, yo, this house is going to be cold because we have a lot of equipment in here that needs to stay cold in the hot desert sun, you know? So, the, but I think the, uh, the have not room, which is the cheese room, I think that room was like 10 degrees colder than the rest of the house. So I'd go to sleep and I'd be like all like kind of like wrapped up and then I'd wake up freezing and shivering. And so I just started dressing like I was working at the docks. I had my like windbreaker on and like a pair of jeans and, and these big wool socks. And like, I just wander out of the room, like just, just fully like in a getup. And uh, Jared was like, you look like you're about to go to work. <laughs> I was just going up to, to piss. But man, dude, it was just there's so much like ridiculously golden footage in the, uh, in the live streams. And I've, I've been like, people have been sending me clips, just like random clips over and over. And it's just like, Oh, I remember that moment. Oh, that little moment. Ooh, and it's like, damn, like, like who really got robbed? And I think, I think honestly, the viewers got robbed. There was, there was so much more that could be done. There was so much more good stuff. It's such a shame. Well, Luke, uh, my impression was that production really did not care about what you did, and it was the influence of the Twitter hate mob really oh, yeah. just pressuring them. Did you get that oh, impression yeah. as well? No, honestly, I, I production. Everyone I spoke to when I was getting, you know, the the, the walk of shame out of there was uh, they were all very sympathetic. They were all very, you know, they didn't seem happy. That's, that's all I can say about it. Like mm -hmm. they and they're getting flack on Twitter. And I don't I don't like that they're getting flack on Twitter because I, I think ultimately they are um, they're subject to a much greater force that, you know, let me just put it this way. When they called me in and told me, hey, listen, like you you broke the code of conduct. You said a racial slur. The, the the way they said it, like the shakiness of the voice and like like clearly maybe was crying or holding back tears, I could tell like there's no way out of this. There's no negotiating it. It's it's over. And I was just like, dude, all the all the um like the energy was just sucked out of me. It was just like it was heartbreaking. It was genuinely a heartbreaking moment. And they walked me out. And I mean, I <laughs> I saw myself in the mirror, right? That morning you I'm sure there's footage of it, but I looked like a recently divorced father. Like I looked <laughs> bad, dude. My hair was a mess. My eyes were all bloodshot. And like, I had like a gray, like they gave me like a gray, like sweater. Like they took mercy on me because it was so cold in there and everyone had like underpacked. They gave me like a gray, like hoodie, like a Rocky hoodie basically. And I was just wearing that. And like, I think a pair of like shorts and I'm just like sitting in this like old casting room on this like dirty couch. And there's like this detached, like, phone in the corner and that was all that was in the room and i'm just like sitting there like like messed up like messed up they just gave me the worst news i've had in ages and i was just like man that that's it that's it you know over over one thing over one you know thing. i monkey you know you're probably a little bit more of a big brother fan than i am correct me if i'm wrong luke i think you're the first contestant to be expelled over speech crimes 
for, right. for Big Brother. I think everyone else has been some sort of threat or instability mm -hmm. where they had to yank them out. Uh, unless you want to make the case for Justin Sevick, who said, would you get mad if I killed you? But he had a yeah, knife to a woman's he, he throat. Have, yeah, so. he did hold the knife to her throat. 50-50. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know they were making an example out of me because of a newly yeah. imposed, like, code, like, stricter code of conduct. Um, but yeah, there was like a guy who headbutted somebody mm. at one point or another. Like, Willie I, I mean, I know I'm an, I'm an energetic guy, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I fly off the handle and I'm an emotional person. I'm an artist, but uh, I, you know, I would never like fight anybody in that house. I was like, I, I was too, I loved everyone in that place. It was just so, um, that's why it's so unfortunate, you know, because well, I think it's a complete injustice and, and truly mm -hmm. despicable what, what they're doing to you because they're calling you like a, a hate crime, hate speech. But yeah. it was literally like a slip of the tongue in a jovial, friendly way, not even talking to a black person. Like mm -hmm. it's language that I use in almost my everyday life myself. Like I, I can't even knock you for it. So the fact that people are like equating you to the Ku Klux Klan just literally yeah. makes my blood boil. It's it's ridiculous. What, what really gets me, though, is how they're coming after Jared. They're coming after yeah. every black person in that house because I had a great relationship with every every person in the house in general, but, but I mean, me and Jared were tight, dude. We were like, there's that video where he's teaching me how to do a handshake and shit. I can't, I can't not, I can't watch that without like laughing my ass off. It's so damn funny. Like Miss Sari, I had no idea that was his mother cause I'm dense, but she loved me. None of uh, them know either. Felicia, like she gave me a hug. She made food for us after we were done with the slop. We were done with a week of eating. She gave me a big, beautiful hug. She was funny as hell. Like I said, I had I had great relationships with all of them. Now and again, now they gotta hate me because if they don't, the same people call me a racist. They're gonna be calling them way worse words. And it's like it's not even it, it's it's not like a, a a unified thing because like I got black people telling me, hey Luke, I think what they did to you was screwed up. I got them saying, you know what you you know you slipped up, but you didn't have to go home for it. You were so entertaining. You know we loved you, and it's just like what the hell happened it's, it's just such a shame it really is a shame because i don't think anyone won i don't think anybody won you know you you lost like entertaining tv you know i lost my chance at uh you know it was again it was like the greatest it was one of the most fun times i've ever had in my entire life i lost that cbs lost you know i mean now they're dealing with all sorts of guff because you know they they ain't they ain't tiring out those people the the, the same people who came after me they're coming after them and it's just like, what do you do? So. Yeah, they're insatiable. Like they just yeah. want blood. And if oh, anybody yeah. makes even the slightest mistake, they will focus all of their energy, their whole life on ruining somebody just for saying something, not even in an offensive or hateful way. Yeah. Yeah. The Big Brother fandom is uniquely rabid. And I think it's congregated here on Twitter. You have like a lot of, I'll just say, it's a lot of gay guys with like black women avatars and they get offended <laughs> on behalf of their avatar. And they just want to end people's lives and careers insatiably. Mm -hmm. It's nonstop. Uh, it happens every single season. It's happened basically for, honestly, since like the early days, since they were going on like Survivor Sucks and all these other platforms that existed before Twitter was popular and like the go-to spot. And everything that's wrong with the show now is just catering to try and appease or shut up that fan base. Mm -hmm. And they've cornered themselves. It kind of, the move to get rid of you felt so like, I don't know. It, it, Paramount, I like Paramount. They're a dinosaur network. And I think they're just trying to survive right now. But you know, the ship is going down. The ratings are going mm -hmm. down. And this, these kinds of moves are not going to fix that. 
Um, have you seen your your expulsion episode yet, Luke? No, <laughs> dude, I stopped watching after I got banished. And I, the one thing I did see was that they don't even have my picture on the uh, on the board. It's not even great. I'm like, wow. no, you can't erase me. No, like that's the worst part of it. But but I was I don't know. I'm, I'm scared to watch it because it seems like it'd be depressing, honestly, because like, you know, there, I think there was like a blackout on the on the stream when they. Oh, yeah. There it, was like yeah, it's so been it's down like, on and off since you you got kicked out. Like even even during the challenge yesterday, I think the fees were down for like eighteen hours. They're just mm -hmm. nervous. I think they're constantly considering pulling the plug on the live feeds because of these people we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, no, I mean what I saw was a lot of like discussions on race between all like Hassam and and I think Jag were both talking and they cut it and then we'll be right back and it's like oh what are you doing? It was so free. I think. I don't know if they're feeling more worried about saying the wrong thing in that house. Well, I'm sure they are, but it, it, it I, I'm sure it's tense. I'm sure it's tense. Cause you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it, that's just gotta be so shocking. And, you know, I wish I could be a fly in the room and, and hear what they were saying upon like originally hearing that. Yeah, I'm out of there. Like, cause I, even the people who I, you know, butted heads with and like the people who I was fired up and ready to like, Let's take them down like Riley and stuff like that. Even then, I, I like you, you, you live with these people, you interact with them. And even if the emotions towards them are like, you know, fiery and stuff, they're still like, at least for me, there was like a sort of companionship. Like we're in this struggle together. You know what I mean? Like you don't necessarily feel the cameras on you, but every time they do that, like they like zoom in on you. It's like, Ooh, it's like, you know, you know, you're in the ship together. So, mm. you know, the first HOH when they when they when Riley announced who she was picking, it was like, you know, my legs were shaking. I was like tense. I was like, yo, this is like this is like I feel terrible, you know, and it's just like that's just the state of it, I guess. It's just the state of being in that house, you know, so it's it's very complicated, which is why I really I really wanted to promote the live stream, because, you know, when I sat down in the in the diary room as, as few times as I did. I think what was going on is um, they were they were kind of saving a lot of like what was going on with me in the live streams as like future content for another episode. And now they have to scrap all this stuff because there was a lot in there. And it was just like, OK, like I think in past seasons and correct me if I'm wrong, in past seasons, you know, you, you would get like a group of episodes that were kind of focused on one group of people, one character per se, and then you get another group of episodes focused on another, and it's kind of like their, their sort of uh, arc, I guess you could say. But um, yeah, so I think that's what they were doing with me, because I was told, yeah, we're going to have to call you in quite a bit to the diary room later on, because they really didn't call me in very much in the beginning. Well, Luke, I know you haven't watched your expulsion episode, but uh, part of the reason why I think production was sort of on your side, and, and that <laughs> maybe their hand was forced, is that it's... Uh, they really don't paint you as being villainous or bad at all. And they even include a diary room from uh, Jared. And he, like, Jared, like, seems like he's very much against what is happening. And he, he sends you a personal message saying, uh, I, Luke, you know, you're my friend for life. And uh, yeah. I wish you the best of luck. So I, I think Jared is, like, legitimately worried about, you know, your mm -hmm. reputation. Because even mm -hmm. he thinks you didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm worried about him because I see what they're saying about him and I don't like that. And it's just like it, it, it's a shame. It is a shame because everyone I've talked to, like literally everyone I've talked to who's like 
you know, an emotionally stable person is just <laughs> like, yeah, I don't agree with it. But like, that, you know, it's that's how it is. You have these crazy people. And it's like, well, the crazy people aren't talking to me. They're DMing me about, you know, medieval torture techniques they'd perform on me, um, <laughs> you know, but in graphic detail, like, 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 you ever heard of Iron Maiden, like stuff like that. And it's like a lot of it's just like white women. And I go like they'll say the worst things to me, and I'll just if you know if they've got like their whole you know their picture and their whole thing on their on their Instagram with their DMing me from, and I'm just like, well, that's a little rude, don't you think? And then they just stop messaging me. And it's like <laughs> I, I don't think people are that nuts. Like most people do agree that yeah, it was really you know should have given them a slap on the wrist, you know should have kept the show rolling. Don't you know don't cater to this nonsense, this madness. But everybody's afraid of it. It's it's like a big illusion that everyone's terrified to uh, to kind of like tear down. And I think honestly, that's why it continues to perpetuate itself. Well, Luke, if you'd be willing, uh, I would love to get screenshots of these hate messages from people and include them in the video just to give them a little <laughs> taste of fame themselves. Mm, I, I don't know if I should do that. That sounds risky. That sounds a little dangerous. I, hey, they're I the might, ones who are I threatening might... your life. They're putting themselves out there. <laughs> Now, Luke, I've seen in your comments on Instagram, there's like one perpetual person who writes like an essay and it's just like, yeah. if you just apologized, if you just said sorry, we could, yeah. we could do. Eh, he literally just, said uh, sorry, yeah. like immediately. Dude, I, I'll get the first sentence. And if it's like, uh, if it's like, you know, you, you know, it's this preachy, I just can't read all this. It's just exhausting. But I, I, I read the positive ones. The positive ones keep me going. The positive ones have been growing. You know, more people are coming out of the woodwork and saying, hey, listen, man, I support you, you know, whether they're black or white or whatever. They, they there's people who, 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 who watch the video. They're, the way I see it is there's two groups of people. There's the people who didn't even watch it and they're just like, you know, roast this guy alive, you know, kill this guy, you know, make, make sure he suffers. And then there's another group of people that's like, I don't agree with what he did, but I don't think it was done maliciously. And I don't think, you know, I don't think the punishment fit the crime and like. Those are the people who I'm like, yeah, thank you. Like, those are the people propping me up. I'm not, I'm not really afraid of, of, of the, the monsters per se. And that's why it's good that you're a self-employed artist. Like, they would be <laughs> trying to get you fired right now so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not sure if it's necessarily great. But, uh, yeah, I don't have a boss. I have very, you can, you can take very little from me. That's right. Um, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to instigate anything. I'm not going to say I'm bulletproof. I'm, there's a freaking clip where I'm they're like, Luke, hey, describe yourself. And I'm like, bulletproof, golden, untouchable. And it's like, I eat those words now. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, do you know if any, and you don't have to name any names, but have any Big Brother alumni reached out to you at all? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I again, I've got like a, a horde of um, of messages that I have to comb through right now because, uh, you know, I got to eat breakfast and, and you know, I, I got to, you know, run errands. So I can't really be on it 24 mm seven. -hmm. Um, but I try to go through everything and I've been getting support from some pretty, pretty big people, which is very nice. You know, DMs from people with like tons and tons and tons of of, of followers and, and, and a lot of support. And they're saying, Hey, we're doing something. We're reaching out. We're going to figure this out for you. I'm like, thank you so much. You know, little, little things here and there. But um, as far as I'm aware, I haven't really seemed to get any, it would be nice though. It would be very nice if, if, if I did uh, get some, get some love from the, uh, the BB alumni. That would At be least Aaron from BB 15 should be reaching out. 
Really? He really? said way worse shit than you. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, um, would you like to uh, plug uh, your art stuff real quick for the people okay. watching the show? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the only thing I'm really doing now, well, besides I've got I've got a guy who I'm doing work for, but that's totally like nobody knows about that. It's totally under the radar. I don't post it. Um, but besides him, uh, Splatterbrain is my comic. It's a 200 something page comic. It's still going. Uh, we'll see if it continues after this little, you know, maelstrom. But, um, you know, I think it, I've been getting good words on it. You know, some people are like, this is trash. This is garbage. Uh, you know, no wonder. Like, And some people are just like, ooh, this is actually pretty good. Some people, I tell you, man, there was a Reddit thread where they're like, yo, Luke's, Luke's the man. He's, he's a total friggin' nerd. And they linked my comic and everything. And But, you know, how Reddit is, they're a little fickle. Yeah. yeah, Luke, uh, you were my preseason favorite. And then really? when you got expelled, I was like, wait a minute. Because they, they go through like people's stuff and oh, he's an illustrator. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then they link to like a DeviantArt account. I was like, there's very little here. And then <laughs> afterward, I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Luke is a mutual of mine for like yeah. four years now. And I yeah. know Splatterbrain. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, wow, this is mind blowing. Even more of a favorite now, post oh, and yeah. drop. You know, so uh, I I hope uh, you know there's continued success with with that and everything else you've got going on. I really like I all the, the art. I do too, man. I did see some interesting art of some Mario characters. Uh, was that from you, or was that just somebody else? It might have been mine. I don't oh, know. Okay, I, mean, I, I was like, oh, that's pretty. Art. If this guy's in the house, it's going to be a good season, is what really? I was thinking. <laughs> I haven't done fan art in I can't remember how long. I've been doing my comics solely as my personal stuff for the last since like the pandemic honestly it makes me no friggin money i survive i survive solely off commission work so you know no patreon let's get you on it. patreon oh yeah i mean i got a patreon good good splatterbrain uh, yeah. yeah let's play patreon.com slash splatterbrain love if you want to if you can remember that and it's not it's called splatterbrain it's not what it's not like a it's not gory or anything it's very uh it's it's a comic about love, you know, and peace. It's a beautiful thing. So honestly, all I'm trying to do here is promote like, you know, understanding and love right now because all the hate doesn't do nothing. You can't fight it. Like these people who are going after me, what can you say to them? They're rabid. So, you know, I think I'm how you've handled it. How you how you've handled everything out of the house should be like mm -hmm. the template of how anyone who winds up in hot water on these shows should handle it which is thank you don't man. grovel don't yeah. you know what jackson monkey you did a, a video on jackson mickey what do you say I, I was on cocaine in the house i was going through cocaine withdrawals that's why i nominated <laughs> black people you know no, don't, don't I, do that just fucking I, chill. I think I, I gave jackson mickey a a perfectly reasonable and fair defense yeah and he even posted a comment on the video thanking me for it and Luke, I've been seriously thinking of doing a follow-up video about your uh, debacle. Uh, but if you think I shouldn't, I won't. But I, I think I have a few things to say. Hey, hey, dude, do whatever you want. That sounds cool. Awesome. I don't want. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely do that then. Well, there's like now a collection of of well-built white guys who wind up in hot water every season. We've got Jackson. <laughs> we've got Kyle. Now we've got Luke. Who am I missing here, Mumpke? Is anyone lost uh, in on that all list? stars too? Tyler got in trouble. Tyler, that's right. He was gonna quit and then he decided not to quit. Mm -hmm. mm. Memphis. Yeah, all bullshit. Memphis is another one. He did the the thing, you know. That <laughs> that happened. Even, I'm sure Christmas told Tyler him to got do in this. trouble, huh? Yeah, Tyler, I don't even remember the Tyler thing, but it was just complete bullshit. And it was um, 
uh what was the name of uh the chick who got third place on that season oh uh nicole yeah nicole nicole was like the instigator of all the real racist shit that was happening that season and tyler kind of beforehand got too she got she got Derek kicked off the cast or, or jeopardized or something by admitting his cop history or something to production. Yeah. It was like, that wouldn't be very good in 2020. Like what? Uh, anyway, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff like that. Tyler was going to quit the week that Davon and Bailey were both nominated. And then he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to stay in the house. Mm-hmm. And that's and what he got, got him. He got so close to the finals yet again. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he got second place the first time, but uh, Luke, are there a bunch of things that you are just not allowed to talk about like production makes you sign an nda or whatever uh i'm sure there are but honestly most of the stuff that i is interesting and is, i'd be willing to talk about is stuff that you'd you'd have seen on the live stream cool um yeah and there was so much it's crazy because you can't google any of that stuff anymore because all you get is you know the, these articles talking about how i'm you know this or that so it's super hard to find some of this stuff. It's super hard to find me wandering out of my bedroom with a missing sock. And then Sari being like, did you bring those socks from home? And it pans to my sock and there's just holes in them. It's just like ratty. <laughs> I was like, yeah, why? <laughs> he just, these like moments, these like golden friggin' moments. Um, but yeah, yeah. They, uh, honestly, I don't really, there's not really too much else beyond that. Just uh, a lot of stories, a lot of fun that went down and a lot of, a lot of content. I hate to use that word, but there was so much content. It was rich. That one week I was there was rich with that stuff. It was. Mm. Is there anybody you're rooting for to win other than maybe Jared? I'm going to be honest. Maybe I'll get flack for this, but I feel I do feel bad for how I treated Riley. I was very cold with her. Well, she's, I mean, I do... she's about to leave this week. Yeah, so I think she's I know, I know. I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting... You got it, girl. You can make it. You can still pull through. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I feel a little bad for her, even though she did, you know, completely. I was on a war path for her. I was on a total war path, like to get her out of there. But I might, I might have flipped the script. You don't, you don't know how I think. I'm kind of a, I don't want to call myself a wild card, but I was, man, I was gonna win that HOH. I was gonna do some heavy damage. I was gonna make people scared. Ooh, it would have been good. Anyways, I don't want to waffle on like, like uh, you know totally coping over here but just saying it would have been interesting it would have been good you guys missed out you guys lost oh such a shame man such a shame well have well, you seen you've been invited onto a show called fish tank i was just gonna uh, get into that yeah have you considered I, I did, going on I did there see that. i did see that um uh he reached out to me uh via twitter and i did message him he has not messaged me back but um what the hell be, yeah, to be to be on 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 that show would be quite interesting. I think that's I'd a move. I think you got to do I'm it. I'm interested if they uh, if they bring Duke on too. That might be fun. <laughs> uh, if they pull him out of there, <laughs> and Duke will say anything. Duke Duke is a friggin' loose cannon, man. He's scary <laughs> as hell. I, he scares the hell out of me. I, I I don't. I can't even look him in the eyes. He looks just like it's like looking at my reflection, but he's kind of got a twist to him. You know what I mean? Right. He's got a snaggle tooth or something. He's a snaggle tooth. <laughs> That's what they yeah. were saying. Is like, why does Luke's tooth change from day to day? Oh, he said that wrong. His nose is different. The glasses are fake. All true. All true. Hundred <laughs> percent. Scary as hell. Can't believe you guys figured it out that fast. Well, Jet Neptune or whatever your name is, get back to Luke. We need to see him in Fish Tank. It would be amazing. Two. It would be. Oh, yeah. I I love Fish Tank season one. I got it all in on that. Luke, you got to mm. do Fish Tank season two if Ooh. they let you on. 
If they let me on, I'll do it. Hell yeah. Get him in there with a King Cobra JFS and I will be tuned in. I well, I don't know. <laughs> that that guy's got a, a certain uh You know King Cobra? I know who he is. Oh my god. I I've seen his I seen his uh I seen his um his fucking meal prep videos. He, he's, <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I can stand being in the same room, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll try. I'll him, you know what I mean? Oh my god, bacon, bacon, grease, whatever the I don't know. We don't need to get into that. Moving on. <laughs> well, speaking of sickos, have you seen that Cameron has some sort of uh, daddy daughter fetish for Riley that he's been I, talking about? I, I don't. I hold on. I gotta. Um, I gotta plug my phone in, and I don't know how to utilize a Zoom. How do I make this screen uh, stop sharing real quick so I can plug this stupid thing in? Just drop it down on the table. Drop it down on the table. I'm on so the Yeah, back. just leave it flat. Oh, you want to see my ceiling? Sure, that's fine. How's the ceiling look? <laughs> Looks like Cuban. It is Cuba. We're in Cuba, baby. Little Havana. No eggshell ceiling? No, no eggshell. No, uh, what no do you studio call lights? Um, no studio lights? No, it's kind of nice. It's freeing. Uh, but anyways, no, Cameron, the vibe I got from Cameron was, um, uh, he was very like, how do I put it? Um, you know, Riley was playing a specific kind of game and it reminded me of when Sam in season 20 confronted her, uh, confronted two of the women in the household and said, I don't think you ladies have any self-respect. <laughs> and it was the most cutting thing I've ever freaking heard another woman say to another woman. <laughs> like it was shocking. And like they felt they they felt called out. And honestly, I think Riley was kind of pulling the same similar thing. And she had some guys who were really, I mean, you know, some guys who were really like, you know, on her side. You got it, girl. And I think Cameron is is wrapped up in that same kind of dynamic. And uh, I mean, there is a clip of me calling Riley a seductress. <laughs> which well, I'm seems surprised like... that didn't get me in hot water. But I'll say Cameron, I think he's just trying to dis distinguish himself from, from the other two and kind of, you know, getting Riley's good graces. Because he is an older guy, you know, he's 34. And uh, I don't know anything about this weird, you know, you know, parent daughter. Oh, dynamic I can tell you all about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, you lay it on me. I won't. I, won't, I don't have an opinion one way or another. But he's I'll, basically I'll just he keeps telling her that oh, I'm like your dad in this house, but he's also flirting with her really hard. Oh, so it's a little strange. The poor bastard. He's going to be next. Dear God. Oh yeah, they're I, I, they're definitely going after Cameron. They've been making the case that he's a sociopath and he beats yeah, yeah, women. And Izzy kept saying that she get, uh, Cameron has uh, what was it a serial killer vibes. Mm -hmm. She said yeah. that on day one. I, I saw that as well. They really are um, they're really brutal to these people. And and again, the thing that the the shame of it is that you're watching you know people who are in probably one of the most psychologically distressing kind of situations you can be in there's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars you know minus california tax so about two hundred sixty five thousand dollars on the line um for everyone <laughs> i'm kidding maybe i'm kidding um there's uh you know a lot of money at stake and and you're under surveillance 24 7 even if you don't necessarily pick up on that consciously you got to be freaked out subconsciously um they their their friends are their enemies and vice versa so it's like Everyone is under severe, you know, distress. So 
that's why I'm like, I don't hate any of the people in that house. You know, I don't like put any blame on any of them, no matter what they say after the fact. Like, I still love those guys. Like, if they offer to let me like hang out with them after the fact, even Riley, fucking go to your, I'll go to your stupid bar and 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 you're gonna buy me a beverage as as uh, as as payback for the fact that you were gonna put me up on the block. Thank you. Um, and uh, but like everybody, it's just. It was it was even the short amount of time I was there. I felt a real connection, a real genuineness in those people. And and, and I, I can't really I can't really like smack talk any of them because they, they were all pretty, pretty chill. Again, you know, when I was in the house, maybe I'd have been running my mouth a little bit. I mean, I called Jag a soulless ghoul at one point because he lied to my face. <laughs> he was sick and he lied to my face. And I was just so mad. Mm hmm. I was so furious about it. And I told, I freaking told Pooh or uh, Jared, I was like, yo, he's a soul of school. He's, he's got like, <laughs> it's in the same clip where I called Riley a seductress. It's just so like mean. And I feel fucking bad about that. I really do. I'm like, damn, I hope his, his family doesn't watch the live streams at least. Because <laughs> that was very, it was a little harsh. It was a little bit harsh. But the house does something to you. That's all I can say. The, the studio, the house, whatever you want to call it, it does something to you. There I mean, is something we need clarification on. Can you confirm it. that he saw him, heard <laughs> what you said about the cheese room? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I know it looked like he, he heard it. His face. You might have. His face. You might have. Because I, I in the episode, it. when Corey explains why he got kicked out, he saw him said, oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't know mm -hmm. what happened. So I, I think he might be full of shit. Oh, he he's be. definitely full of shit. Think about he who's in his be. alliance. It's three black women and Izzy and he heard that and he didn't say anything. That's, that's not going to fly. That's not going to go I'm over. I'm glad well. they aired that in the episode. Cause he looks really shady. He, uh, his song was a funny son of a gun. I liked him because he was a straight shooter. He, uh, he really like did not give a damn what people thought. He just told you to your face. Like he literally said to me after the incident in the cheese room, he's like, Luke, you're you're very off-putting at first, but then you become very likable after every, <laughs> after a few sentences. I'm like, well, shit, nobody's ever described me that way. Thank you for that. <laughs> Isn't he like a geriatric gynecologist or something? Is like, what's his occupation? A geriatric like, gynecologist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, was, uh, he was all right with me, though. I was like, the thing about Hissam is is I would not have started like a like a legit alliance with him. I pr he was very chaotic. Like, he seemed like somebody who would like flip the script on you very easily, like pull the rug out from under you if you were like, if you thought you were tight with him. But I was tight, as tight as I could be with the guy, you know? He was uh, he was very interesting. I'd say if I had to, um, you know, my plans, if I was in the house a little longer, I would have been like, you know, me and me and Jared, we were going to be, you know, a little little double duo. We were going to be Team Pulp Fiction. You know, that was my plan yeah. that he had. Me and Red were going to be another duo. We were going to be ZZ Top, you know? Eventually, we'd merge together. We'd be the Three Musketeers. We'd be unstoppable. It would have been beautiful. You would You would have... Oh, again, maybe I'm delusional. I'm sure they'll convince Jared things. to betray his mom. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Being tight with Jared made me tight with his mom. Like, didn't even know it, but they would have, they would have kept me safe. They would have kept me safe. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's such a shame. There was so many ways it could have gone, and just nipped it in the bud. Mm -hmm. Nipped it in the bud. I'm a fast learner. I'm a very fast learner. So I got the hang of it. It's different when you're on the show than when you watch the show. It's very different. And I think that's why that group of super fans just completely like completely screwed up and were just sloppy as hell. Like it was so ham fisted the way they were going about like 
forming their alliance. They basically, instead of forming an alliance, they formed enemies. And everybody and everybody and their mother literally knew the alliance was an alliance. I called them out on it. I said, I know what you're doing. Like, I tried to kind of find a, 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 a like, um, like a, a weak, weak link in the chain. I was talking to Blue and uh, I don't think it worked, but I'm pretty sure their alliance just like imploded right before I got booted out. So again, like I said, I haven't been watching since. I, uh, I think I'd be too depressed right now to do it. It'd make me too sad, but yeah, I might, I might in the future, you know, I might pick up on it, but it's just like, oh, you see all these like little, I, I did watch to see uh, Felicia fall in the hot tub though. <laughs> Cause that was funny as hell. Um, you know, after finding out she wasn't hurt, you know, she, I, I walked out of the backyard and she was like, I fell in the hot tub. She's soaking wet. I'm like, what the hell? And I was like telling everybody, I can't wait to see that. Was- America ran up to her saying, they said no hot tub like she fell in on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? She's been she losing microphones left and right. Like she, she lost four <laughs> mics in the toilet during her oh, stay. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. record for Big Brother. I was saying we got to put like a Felicia bag in front of the friggin' toilet because you need to put the mic in there. You can't be doing that. What are you doing? Put it in a prophylactic oh, or something. Dude, I'll tell you, it, I, I thought I told them I was in the uh, storage room and I was telling, I think, Jared and uh, I think Matt was there. And I was telling him, I think Felicia's going to go home first um, before everything was said and done. And then she started cooking for everyone. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. She's not going home for a while. Yeah, good strategy. Mm-hmm. She's, she's stuck here. Yeah, she's smart. She's a, and she's like not going to win any physical competitions. So oh, no. keep her around. She she was uh, she was very every, – like I said, everyone was really, really smart in that house. Like even the people you think were dense, you know, um, maybe maybe besides me, <laughs> everyone in that house was, was a real like – I mean, Bowie was like, a, was like a lawyer. I had no freaking idea. All right. They, yeah. There's a clip – there's a clip where I'm talking to him and I'm like, yeah, I'm a lawyer, by the way. Like, and, and when I said this to them and they thought they were getting some real info, their faces went flat and they <laughs> stared at me and like Bowie's like, yeah, I believe you. And then I said, my net worth <laughs> is 32 million. And she's like, no, you're full of shit. Like, no, it's not. You're, you're lawyers. And I was like, no, it's, it's cause I'm Insta famous. I, 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 uh, <laughs> what I say, I was like, they're like, what are you Insta famous for? I'm like, take pictures of coffee (laughs) (laughs) so like they didn't know like what the hell to think i was i'm very good at bluffing i guess um and i think that would have been my you know ace in the hole the only problem would be convincing them that i wasn't as chaotic as i am and just being like yeah i'm not a wild card i'll vote the way you want me to vote you know um it's just you know the past like week i've just been like oh these little moments that could have gone this way it's just that's the shame of it that's the saddest part really well, I do think you brought something that is refreshing to the house because Thank you. the politics aside from everything going on with mm-hmm. CBS reality, I do think that the big problem with casting for a lot of these shows is they inundate their cast with super fans and mm-hmm. they either play like game bots or they throw in a bunch of people who don't know any better. And then, you know, it's like a very predictable run of the show. I think Survivor has had the same problem. Oh. And uh, whenever they throw in people like you who don't really who are figuring out as as they go along. I always think that makes for a much more interesting game. So GameBot, is that literally the term? For yeah, like yeah people who, use that term, yeah. Dude, that's a perfect description for what I was witnessing because like, like I said, they were like, they everybody came up to me with a prompt. You know, it was like a, hey man, I really like your vibe. And it's like, oh, thanks. 
and then I'd walk away because I didn't know what to <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I didn't know, like, necessarily. Oh, and then Riley, it, there's a scene, there's a, a part on the live stream where I go in the HOH room for the first time. Um, and, like, I'm having a one-on-one with her and I'm telling her, it's like, I don't know what's going on. Why are people being so mean to me? You know, I know I was being genuine because that night I was getting, like, teared up. I was getting emotional. I was like, yo, this is the most fun I've had in so long. This feels like summer camp. And it did. And it did even when I was in game mode. It was still fun. But then I went to the HOH room and talked to Riley. And she's like, yeah, you haven't come in here and spoken to me. And, and she gave me advice. She's like, talk to everybody. Talk to them. And I got it in my head. And I was like, OK. And I went around and I talked to everyone in the household. And and I was suddenly like, you know, they, there were moves being made. There were moves being made. And I became a little I was garnering interest. Let me put it that way. You know, like I said, I've seen the threads on Reddit. You know, I've seen the support that was there. And people were like, yo, it's either Red, Jared or Luke. It's one of the three are going to win, you know, and it was just like, mm, and that fire was going so well. And then it gets snuffed out very easily, unfortunately. But I'm trying to keep it alive now. I'm trying to keep it alive now. So you got to just cruise into that fish tank house. Keep it going. I'm, I'm try- yeah, I'll cruise right through whenever they decide to uh, start it start the new season i uh i will um I, i'd be ready for it I'd be it should be so i think it's a winter season they're doing uh really? winter and spring i think is the game plan for that i don't think i could live in the goddamn thing i'll tell you that much i i'll be uh i'll come in and i'll kick holes in the wall if they want me to, <laughs> but uh, i don't know if i get freaking uh it is a bit of a I torture chamber. Do. Oh, they yeah. Just yeah it's... Play audio from uh, donations all day. It just looks like it stinks. It looks like it smells so the bad. In there. I was going to ask, does, I mean, obviously you were only on Big Brother for like, what, a week or, or so. Yeah. Does, is there a scent to the Big Brother house? No, the, the scent was in the, the stinking plastic of the cheese bed. The cheese bed was intentionally designed to make you stink, um, hmm. which I didn't pick up on because I it was so cold you'd lay on it and you'd wake up freezing. And uh, it was like a hard plastic mat. It looked like something you'd find in like a Chuck E. Cheese. Like literally, it was just like a big plastic piece of crap. And um, they applied some sort of like chemical, like like, like uh, whatever you call it, like a, it stunk. And uh, I remember when I laid my clothes out on it, I picked them up and I smelled them and they reeked. And I was like, oh my, and it didn't reek like cheese. It reeked like poison. And I was like, oh, so the only room that really stunk, stunk was that, uh, that have not room, the, the motherfucking cheese room. It really fucking <laughs> stunk in there, man. It was, and, and again, I think the reason that um, I, I freaked out so many people in the house was because they thought I was like, I was like planning with uh, Jared and, and, and Corey, who I call Coco, and I almost just called him Coco again and uh hissam i uh they thought i had like a thing with them riley got paranoid because i was like yeah i'll be a have not because i'm an idiot and i just instinctually i said yeah i should be in the have not room and i don't know why i did that i just don't i don't fucking know why i did that i just did it it was uh you know it was like it was it was a strange thing to do and it it might have cost me you know if it didn't cost me then i i probably would have got booted off a little sooner for something who knows what was eating slop like dude it was fucking horrible it was so bad the slop i lost 17 pounds in a in a, in a week whoa yeah i lost they've got you sleep deprived and literally yeah. rotting away and now they're mad yeah. that at 3 a.m you had a fucking little slip come mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. uh yeah i was um 
the slop, I didn't know how to properly prepare it. And I'm somebody who I only cook when the food will end up tasting good. So I just put in the, the, you know, smallest amount of effort possible to prepare it. And what I did was I, um, I just, I took it, it's, it's steel cut oats and protein powder for anyone mm. who doesn't know. And, um, basically I just poured water in it and I microwaved it and I pulled it out and I called it dog puke soup <laughs> because it was literally just uncooked oats in, in like water that I poured like brown sugar in. And, you know, it was okay. Like flavor wise it was okay. It was very chewy. And then, um, but eventually like a couple days of that, my throat started to close up on it. I was like, I can't swallow this. Oh, anymore. No. I can't deal with this. Fucking Jared was not eating it. I asked him, I was like, you ain't going to eat. He's like, I'm not going to eat slop. I was like, like hey, I, I respect it, but you're going to, he's like starving himself, literally. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, uh, thank God for Red. Red pulled through and he like figured out a way to cook it properly. He figured out a way to cook it with um, turmeric and he made slop patties and they were actually friggin' delicious. And uh, I tried to take the recipe and I rolled with it and I made them on the last day and it was like eating drywall. It was hard as brick. <laughs> it was like nice tasting drywall. It was hard as a fucking brick. It was like a, it was eating a paver. It was bad. It seems like these redneck guys like red, they're always the ones with the ingenuity when it comes to slop. Like what, what did chicken George do monkey? Didn't he just put it in the toaster? Didn't he just fill the toaster with slop? <laughs> did something that like that. Familiar. Dude, but Red was a fucking cook, man. Red is a father. Red is a, uh, the, the, you know what? I take it back. I don't support Riley. I support Red. I hope Red wins because that man is a, is a, he, he's got ingenuity, you know? He is, he, he's a man of all trades. He told us about how he like broke his toe, his baby toe, and he still had to do his weird carny job where he dives off a fucking uh, board and into a, a, into a pool of water. And it's just like, the man is like, he's a beast. He's an animal. He was a legend. I, I fucking love Red. It, there's, you know, if, if, if the footage is still there, there's a, you know, I got this glint in my eye where I'm just like, I was in the HOH room and Red came and he said something. And it was just like, I fucking love this dude. Like, I fucking loved Red, man. He was such a legend. Ah! I've you seen know. some of the house guests think that Red is like playing a character kind of like he does on TikTok. D did you <laughs> think he was more of a genuine person when you spoke to him? Uh you know, there was, a, again, the paranoia runs rampant in that house. But, and like, yeah, he, he, he knows how to play a character. He has to for his, you know, whitewater river rafting tour guide persona. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely, but I think that's part of his personality. And, you know, I don't, again, I don't know if, if, if he had, I mean, I'm sure he had ulterior motives, but ultimately I think, you know, he and I were pretty tight and I think, you know, I, I think he had my back for the most part because I think he recognized my strengths in that house. He did give me advice. He's like, Luke, you just got to like, don't run your mouth so much. And I swear, I wish I took his advice. <laughs> I wish I took it. He was such a, but he, he, he did seem genuine to me. You know, he could have been full of shit. You know, he could have been in it for, you know, um, and, and again, everybody's full of shit to an extent in that house. But man, Red was, I couldn't hate him if I wanted to, man. I loved Red. I loved that son of a gun. Red seems to be the sleeper cell because you have these two big alliances mm -hmm. that are going on right now. And he's kind of like, he's not too deep on like the one that's eight people. It's all the older people. And mm -hmm. I feel like once these things fall apart, 
he's going to be in a very good position to make a run at the game. I my my winner prediction is actually either him or Felicia. I think Felicia actually will have a very great shot at winning the show because she'll get dragged to the end because she's older. She can't win anything. And then maybe, maybe she can squeak it out depending on who she's next to. That's interesting, man. Yeah, Red told me that. He's like, Luke, and and, and what you're saying about him, he's like, Luke, you're in the middle, and it's a perfect position to be in. Because, I mean, I recognize that, yeah, I had no idea what I was going into. You know, I was not somebody who studied the shows. Mm -hmm. I watched them. I didn't study them religiously. You know, I wasn't, you know, so I was like, okay, I got to take as much advice as I can. And, And I spoke to everyone, and I saw what I could garner from them. And, uh, you know, there was Jared who told me, I think what he did was he gave me his mom's wisdom because I'm sure his mom told him, you know, you can, these younger players, they're, they're cutthroat, they're, they're paranoid and they're mean and they don't care who they offend or who they hurt. Talking Riley, talking Matt, Jag, you know, they are going to jump the gun and screw people over who aren't necessarily going to go home immediately and they're going to get some bad blood. And that's exactly what they did with me. And so, you know, I was getting all this wisdom and I was getting all this like advice and strategic stuff from all these people. And, you know, I could I could like kind of siphon out the bullshit. Like there was a moment where, you know, right before the incident on that last day where Cameron came up to me and uh, I was on the um, the hammock with with Corey and we're just swinging. And Cameron sits down and he's talking about how, yeah, there's a huge alliance that I was a part of. Cameron was kind of like in between. He's like, I was, I was part of this big alliance and like, it's kind of coming apart at the seams now. And uh, I told him, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have ran my mouth, but I was like, I was pissed off. I was like, yeah, well, I heard Riley wanted to put me up on the block. You know, I heard she wanted to backdoor me and he goes, no man, absolutely not. Like she's, she's a good girl. She's sweet. You know, she, she had no intention. I was there and I was in the, I was in this precarious position where I was like, who do I listen to? Hissam or Cameron? Hissam or Cameron? I didn't know what to believe from Cameron. Hissam is like chaotic, but, you know, Hissam, you know, he grew on me, really did. So it was like, I was in this position where I was like, what do I do, you know? And unfortunately, couldn't couldn't make it that far to, to determine. Because like I'm saying, I don't even know what the HOH competition was, but I was like, I was tunnel vision in that. I was taking cold showers even when I didn't need to anymore. Even when I was not a have not anymore, towards the end of that week, I was like, I'm bloodthirsty. I want to win this HOH. I don't care what it is. What was it? Was it like puzzle intensive? Was it like a, I know it was, it was a little one, goofy. Right? They okay. were doing like a stranger things parody and they had a whole mm-hmm. like street with houses on it and cars and stuff. And you had to like, they would give you a clue and you had to find something specific and go hide next to it. So it might have been a bit of a crapshoot to win. Yeah, I would have won that. I would have won that. There was the, <laughs> uh, won it. <laughs> there was a, there was a uh, we played hide and seek or like sardines at one point. Um, and sardines is a game, if you're not familiar, where one person hides and the entire group has to find them. And then when somebody finds them, they hide with them. Um, and uh, <laughs> I just... I just went to the toilet, you know, I had to hide. I just went to the bathroom, right? And um, they all knew like, oh, Luke's gonna go to the toilet. And then I think America found me first and she hid in the toilet with me and uh, and two other people hid in there with me. And when Riley and Matt came in, they're like, oh, someone's in the toilet. Cause we left it on, there's like a little like vacant and, un- and, and occupied and they're like, someone's in there, they're hiding in there. And America's just like, oh uh, yeah, I'm in there. 
and uh and they're like oh okay sorry and they walked away and then it was like thanks <laughs> it's just like and they kept going they didn't find us and uh yeah it was just a little funny moment but again if you couldn't tell from that story i'm the hide and seek master <laughs> even when you know i'm there you don't know i'm there so i would have won that that would have been on me i would have had that man <laughs> Also, well, Res and Luke, uh, we're yeah. coming up to about an hour. Are there any final things that we should get out into the world? Hour. Oh, man, um, I wanted to just rewind real quick because yeah, yeah, yeah. you said that Cameron's excuse for why she wouldn't put you up is that she's a good girl. A yeah, good girl? That doesn't help the daddy dom allegations <laughs> oh, on Cameron. Sorry, I don't know. Man. She's a sweetheart. You know, I forget exactly. She's daddy's you know, little girl. She would never do that. She'd never do that. I, I was, you know, and I was just like pissed off on that hammock. I was like, oh, like. I didn't know what to believe, you know, and I I couldn't necessarily trust Cameron. I wasn't exactly close with him. I was, I knew Red was, but he was somebody who was kind of in the outskirts for me. You know, he was somebody right. who I really never talked game with. So it was interesting him coming over there and talking to me with Corey. And then Corey was like supportive of her. And I'm just like, ah, you know, and I was just like, oh man, it was so cool. It was such a cool, like, even though I was pissed off and I was like freaking out at some points, I was still in game mode. I was still in game mode. I was still so ready. I was loving it. I was loving every second. Even when I was pissed off, even when I was like fired up, I was loving that. I was like, you know, but um, yeah, as far as final thoughts go, I mean, I don't like the hate anyone's getting. I can handle it. Like I, I, I was, I went to public school. Like I got my face smashed in public school. Like mean, mean comments, it's whatever. But, but I, I do, I don't like, the 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 hate that you know my fellow housemates are getting cbs producers are getting um production you know i i don't like that stuff i don't like to promote that um and and again i i just appreciate all the support all the memes i'm getting they so they put me in the friggin' red room and i'm like that's fucking perfect from twin peaks it's like mm -hmm. oh that's or the, the black lodge not the red mm -hmm. room yeah but, uh, they put me in the black lodge <laughs> i'm like that's funny as hell i love it you know there's there's little things here and there. They're like, I'm just like, oh, keep me alive. I, I almost hesitated to do that because I was doing that in the house and that was where my mic was. And I was like, <laughs> you like Felicia. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Break your just, mic. I, I sweated all over it at one point. I had to get a mic replacement. I was down one mic because I was on the bike and I was like, I was, I was on the bike and I was like staring at my reflection. I was like, they fucking lied to me. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was on that bike for 50 minutes. The fucking microphone is getting soaking wet. And they're like, Luke, come to the diary room and, or come to the, the, the storage room and replace your mic. I'm like, Oh shit. Sorry. Um, but like, dude, there were moments in that house, man. It was so good. But anyways, I, I ultimately, I just think that everyone kind of lost out. Not even just me. I mean, I, I like the fans lost out, you know, um, everyone in the house lost out to an extent. I mean, it, it, it's a shame but you know them's the breaks the world keeps turning and i think the life lesson i take away from this was that you know you you said nigga i'm not afraid to say it i don't fucking care you don't you guys don't have to say it i'll say it fuck it and we got richard and, Pryor here on the podcast that's right. but the one black guy in the room He's laughing. He thinks it's funny. The two white guys get offended on his behalf and start giving you the cold shoulder and walk out all angry. And I really think that speaks to just exactly what happened. Fucking white people getting offended on behalf of people who aren't even upset and it's disgusting. That's why they kicked you off because Twitter was full of, like Lorez is saying, these, these angry white gay men who were blowing up their DMs and, and tweeting about it. So 
maybe people should uh, just sit back and uh, get offended when something happens specifically to you and don't get offended on behalf of other people. Sure. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, and the worst part is, like, after after that happened and they cut to we'll be right back, me and Jared were just chatting. We were having a good time. It was like everything was relaxed. Everything was cool. Um, and and Hissam and Corey came back in the house, or they came back in the have-not room. We They laid down. And I swear, <laughs> it's so, like, perfect because I was like, you know, guys, like, we spoke. We were all having a chat. And maybe they had a sense that it was my last time being in that room with them. <laughs> I mean, it technically was, but I was like, you know, guys, it was like a Disney moment. It was like, we, we've been in this room a week and we've never had like a nice conversation like this. I'm glad we were all friends or some bullshit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and we all went to sleep. It was so, I had such nice dreams that night. I slept like a baby. And uh, I still remember um, when Corey came back into the room, he made some sort of like speech, you know, he's like a debate kid. He's like a, you know, whatever. Um, he made some sort of speech and his psalm farted and then I farted <laughs> just like a fuck off. Like, this is so damn funny. And I really hope that's on live stream. That's, that's, and again, I guess, you know, oh, but watch the live stream, watch it, whatever. But beautiful moments, man, lost in the, lost like tears in the rain. They're mm. gone. Oh, they were so good. Anyways. I'll stop being, you know, cringe and, and, uh, and, oh, uh, coke, you're not cringe at all. Man. Look, I'm the cringe one here. Don't worry. Lowrez, did you have you, any man. final thoughts? Uh, no final thoughts. I'll just keep my fingers crossed for Fish Tank. And Luke, That's it was right. a real, uh, blast oh, yeah. getting to talk to you and, and go through everything big brother related and non big brother related. So you too, man. Good, good to finally meet you. I, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, meet. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Hey, and if you ever want to do a podcast again, I'd love to have you on for anything. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, let's keep in contact. I know I mm -hmm. shouted out to you on Instagram a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, anytime, when, whenever I, um, as long as they don't find out I'm the, the specific resort I'm working at. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a scullery boy. I'm washing dishes. And believe it or not, washing dishes in Cuba, you make more money than being an artist in America. Would you oh, believe wow. So my new dream, I'm a custodian. It's what I was born to do. Hey, you what can do born? both at the right. same time with that Patreon. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> All right. Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you uh, kept your head up and you mm -hmm. immediately started posting jokes about it online. And like Loris is saying, you did it perfectly. And, uh, you know, I think you're an inspiration for people who get in hot water worldwide. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate the kind words. I do. I really do. Very helpful. Everybody who's shown me love and support, like, thank you guys. Love you guys. Um, and yeah, just going to keep rolling. All right. All right. Black don't crack. That's that. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thank you guys for tuning yeah. in. And uh, we're going to kill it there.